Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. This is the Fat Pack 4. There's only three of us because Emmett's out on the piss. Let's get that out of the way fairly quickly. I'm Gav, that's Shawnee, that's Keith. Chelsea won, Liverpool won from Stamford Bridge. Earlier, we're going to go through all that. We're going to look at the whole saga that's going on with regards to Moises Saicedo and to talk about um, Romeo Lavia. And look, the lads done an excellent show straight after the match uh, this evening, Kev and Matt. Um, they covered it for close close to an hour. Um, really, really good show. I watched it all. Um, so if you want to check out Instant Match Reaction, go and check out the lads. The show is there and it will be for download as well later. Um, Keith, how are you? I'm good, yeah, I'm good. Yeah? Um, yeah, we'll talk about the football. It was great to have the football back, you know what I yeah, mean? This it was. Weekend, Brilliant. It was, it, was, uh, it was good. There were some good games uh, over the weekend and trepidation going into air one today you know on the one hand you want to smash Chelsea and on the other they're they're always tight affairs do you know what I mean so didn't know what to expect and we'll go on and talk about it but um yeah just great to have great to have the footy back yeah um Shani how are you first game of the season Good. done and dusted unlike Emma I left the session to come here so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the best the you're the best boy me. there you go absolutely yeah, yeah. captain's armband this week <laughs> yeah. now good Skip. Yes. Good, yeah, good. Yeah, happy days. Good, good, now, I'm delighted it's back. <clears throat> it was a nice distraction from what we're going to talk about later. Um, it was a good point, I thought. Um, you know, it's it's no matter what way you no matter what way you dress it up, it's Chelsea away. Um, it's a lot of players playing for a new manager. It's a lot of players probably saying, "Listen, I, I want to get into this team because there's a lot of change in it." And there's probably a few there saying, "I want to stay in this team even though there's a lot of changes coming." So, um, to go there. First game of the season, you will get a bit of tiredness here and there, but to come away with a point, I think it's a good point. Um, we'd love them to win, don't get me wrong, but it was a good point. But 
quickly going over it, we go over through, through some of the incidents as well. But Keith, I'll come to you first. Um, the lineup, as expected, I think it's the exact same lineup that plays Darmstadt during the week. Um, but as expected, we, we didn't see any surprises there. Um, was it the exact same? Yeah, mm, I'm nearly sure. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, the lineup. So obviously, the the born in question on everyone's lips is who's going to play six? Who's going to play six? And it's McAllister that sort of given that given that role. Um, I thought it was obviously it's an attacking lineup, very attacking lineup. Um, when you look at it, McAllister, Sabozlo, and Gakbo in a midfield three away to Chelsea with a front three. It was exciting, you know what I mean? It was exciting when you have them in there. I thought, you know, it, in, in the main, I was happy with the uh, with the lineup. When you look at the the options of who was available, your only other real option was to put Curtis Jones in there. Uh, and I think maybe, uh, I like Curtis, I think he's a grand player, but I don't think it's, I think it's much of a muchness. Do you know what I mean? I think if you put Curtis in there and, put Gakbo forward or forward, like you're still gonna then have a midfield three with Cortes, Sabozloy and McAllister. So it's still no number six type of player in there. So it, it is what it is at the moment, you know, we, we go with what we have and I was excited because like anything, I mean, one thing I always do, oh, I'm sure a lot of people get sick of the transfer junkies out there that just crave signings and crave signings. But I do love when players come into the team and you're excited to see how they perform. I've said it for a long time. You all know I'm in a, a huge Alexis McAllister fan. But I was more excited to see Sabozlo playing because, well, I've seen a fair bit of him. I was looking to see how he settles in, in the Premier League. People were a bit unimpressed in some of the preseason games or whatever, but... I think he's a he's a cracking player and I thought he was great today, to be honest. I know there's a comment up there um, a minute ago about some Bosley. I think thought he was very good. So yeah, the team was the team. There's nothing much we can do. You go in with what you have and we roll on to the next one. Hopefully we'll have a body through the door. If not, we go with what we have again. Um but there will be teams that will take an absolute spanking off that, you know, attacking lineup when Liverpool mm. go in because yeah. If you look at it and you say we inverted a three box three, one for better word, and you've got a Trent and McAllister, and then you've got Gakpo, Sabozloy, and your three lads in front of them, it's a very, very attacking team, you know, two attacking, some would say, but mm. against certain teams, you'll do damage with that. You will do damage, but you see, my worry and all that is that teams will know you'll do damage and they'll sit back and then they'll look to hit you on the break, and that's where we need, like, right. I'm happy with a point at Chelsea, but I think we have, and I'm, this is nothing again. I thought McAllister was really good today. I thought Sabozloy done really well. I thought Gakbo just looked a bit lost. Uh, you know, he's played there a couple of times for us in pre-season, but this was a step up when you consider the midfielders against Enzo Fernandez. I thought was the best player in the park today. Um, but there was a bit of a step up, and he looked a bit lost in between falling back into a shape or trying to go and influence the game. And he's been excellent up front for us, and you'll see him up front a lot more for us, but. I genuinely think if we went in there with a Fabinho, let's say, forget a player going, I think we win that game. I think because Fabinho would have seen the dangers quicker. I think he would have covered them quicker and it would have allowed us to be tighter. I think we are getting way too narrow to try protecting the little pitch and, and they hurt us from wide, but we, we talk about that in a bit. There's loads of people in the chat. Hit like, subscribe, comment if you can. Um, 
hit the bell icon so you know we go live. We've extra shows coming this week from Liverpool, so make sure you have the bell icon on as well. Uh, Courtney Neary's on a bus home from London. Um, she's watching, and we, we should have her on the show from Liverpool next week as well. Um, Shawnee, um, the lineup is to be expected, but I'm going to throw it out there early. I think it showed what we needed. It's a good point, but it definitely showed what we needed. Yeah, I think the performance did, yeah. I think we saw, like, the thing thing was, I think the first 20 minutes, we looked really good. Um, we're getting at them, we're causing them problems. But as soon as they started to turn the screw, I think the flaws in the systems became evident quite quickly. Um, and it was a team of the game where they were just playing that blind pass down the channel. They didn't even have to look. Um, Chelsea surprised me, to be honest, because when I seen their starting 11, I was like, we can get at this today. Um, I felt like we got a lot of inexperience, a couple of lads making debuts, new manager, obviously always going to be up for it, but they impressed me today, I have to say. Um, I, heard, I, I thought Chelsea were good today, in, a, in an awful lot of what they've done. I, I think we saw seeing the type of player that Raheem Sterling can be with a, with a manager who trusts him to be a bit more, he was dropping in, he was causing havoc, he was their best player in the first half. Um, it was kind of one of them things where we were crying out for half time, and then when I get in at half time, I was sitting there, my brother going, I think I take a point here, you know, these tails are up, and we had a couple of chances, and the, the game swings on the, the Salah offside, I think if we go 2 it up there, we could run away with it, but yeah. no, um, Look, Stamford Bridge away is one of them things where I think if you said to me in confidence now, for the next 10 seasons, we get 10 draws at Stamford Bridge, I'd probably sign up for it. And that, that's the God honest truth. Um, I think that's just same fixtures in, in a season where, and I don't think it really matters what your, what, your insp- what your aspirations are, if it's to win a title or to finish top four. It's just, it can be one of them grounds because although Chelsea have been a bit of a basket case of late, there's plenty of quality in that team and they can hurt you. And we seen today with the likes of Enzo sort of exactly what we were missing. Although I thought McAllister was really good. Just someone who's not only good at sniffing the danger but getting attacks going and starting attacks. And I think the strengths in this system are glaringly obvious but I think at the same time the weaknesses are as well. And I think once those... Um, once those issues are addressed, I actually think we'll be fine because they look like a bit of freestyle football today in terms of the forward players, but that'll come together. They're all still sort of learning how to play each other. I agree with what you're saying. It's just like sometimes it just looked like we are playing players out of position today. Like, I think Robertson really struggled. Um, and I think Gagbo looked bollocks at 60, which would suggest... He doesn't have the legs to be getting up and down as a knee. He's done it in, in a few occasions, but a big game away from home where a lot of work is needed. Um, it did look like he struggled. And it's not, look, it's perfectly normal. Better players have struggled away at, at Stamford Bridge. Um, it's just one of them things. They were a lot better than I, than I thought. Like, I, I, I think it's a good point just oh, yeah. in terms of everything. like It was a fast game, wasn't it? That would explain as yeah, well. Yeah, you know what? Like, was very oh, frantic, yeah. you know, so you I've might get away with it against a slower game, but that it's, was just played and held that skill there. Yeah, it's two quality sides. There's no doubt about it. That the Two good sides. Like, look at the, the goal we get and the chances we're creating. Like, it's it's just good stuff. Like, everyone's going on about, like, it's the little details for me, I think, is what separates 
the, the top teams at this level. And people was going on about McAllister's pass to Salah before Salah's pass to Diaz. But for me, Sabah's lawyer's pass is the most impressive part of that home move because the ball's fizzed into him from the centre-back and he doesn't even need to take a touch. He's he's making McAllister's decision for him. He's taking the weight out of the ball and saying, you do what you have to do there with that. And we're on the attack. And like early doors, it looked like Salah had Caldwell on toast, but he recovers well in the game. Um, goes on to show why we are looking at him because I thought he was very good. But look, I've find it hard to be hypercritical. It's great that the football is back and that the actual circus that's been going on the last few days. None of us probably thought about it for 90 minutes. I hope none of us think about it moving forward either because it's a lot of bollocks. Well, it's a confirmed Chelsea. Oh, really? It's, it's saying here, well, it's saying here it's been reported. Well, that shoey bag is saying here we go. You know, Moises, you, you so that's Chelsea, obviously. 115 million. Um, and listen, I don't know where they've got the 100. We'll talk about it in a bit, but they, they couldn't afford 111. But they've, made, they've found 114 now. Um, or 115. They've lashed their. So sell on clauses and all anything. So there you go. Um anyway, look, we we'll take our opinion on that in a little bit. Just let's go through a couple of the instances. Keith, air goal, like Sean yeah. said, it's a really well worked goal. goal. I th- I'm I know I'm with him on the sobers. I think the McAllister ball is excellent. The way Salah takes it and the doubt he puts into Chelsea's defence, do I go at this do, do I move towards this fella? Do I don't? And this is where I'm starting I love in Salah's game over the last I would say it's it's always been there, but hugely in the last year. If you get toy to me, kill you. If you don't, he has a ball in him. And the ball to Diaz is brilliant, but the finish is world-class. Now, I mean world-class. To be tearing in like that, it would have been very easy to misstep and miss it. Um, try hit it on your right foot and get a car underneath you, but he just lets the pace walk on it. Yeah. and gets his foot to it and put directs it into the bottom corner. It's a really good goal, Liverpool. And it shows that interchange you're talking about. And, you know, bang, 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 Liverpool can hurt you. Really good goal. It is a really good goal. And, you know, um, who said it in the chat there? Someone said about uh, Thor, the dyslexic, Polly got the goal, Reese, by the way. Trent gets hammered for that. And it, it, it's true. You know, some players do get hammered if they let a player get in behind them. I thought Diaz done really well. He's full stretch to get the power and the connection onto it. But the ball in by Salah is brilliant. You know, because he, he makes, he causes havoc with that. With the Chelsea lads, don't know what the fuck can do with it. And there's still a lot of work for Diaz to do. But the whole build up to it, you know, you, we've all looked at it there. And, you know, as Shawnee said, Sabozloy's role in the goal. McAllister's role in the goal. You know, Salah, they, they, they worked well. And you could see in that first half hour, how it was looking really, really good, and the goal sort of uh, summed it up. And we were actually tearing them apart, really, at that stage. And Salah then has a bit of a scabby touch after that, doesn't he, when he's going through, and then there's the offside. So it was, there was a lot of good things happening. But that goal, I love Liverpool goals when they're, you know, up their own end, and it's a quick boom, 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 up your end and score. And I think we looked at today with that. It was it was moving. Um moving the ball quickly and moving it forward. And one of the things I like about McAllister um, when he plays, not just in involvement in the goal, but in general when he plays, he plays a lot of passes into the attackers where he's not going to get the assist, but 
he's putting a pass in that's making it easy then for attackers to do. And I'm not saying he's done that today. Salah done all the work. But he progresses the ball. He's always looking to get it in the little half spaces and pulling defenders all over the place. And I think when we get him forward and click him, we're going to see more of that. But I just thought it was a great goal by Liverpool. I thought uh, it was a good start. And we capitalised on it and just couldn't keep it going. Lavia's gone up to Chelsea as well, is he? Um, yeah, there's reports coming in here that Lavia, reports saying Lavia to Chelsea as well. So that would be 170 million um, between the two players. <laughs> it makes no sense. But anyway, well, like I said, um, you know, it's... Considering we, considering looking at Chelsea today and as good as they were, like goes, I think they have glaring issues in the squad as well. And I don't think two hole midfielders is exactly... Like they're going to need another like, goalkeeper because they're not going to win aren't with him in there. Um, yeah, well, that's Kepa's going to Madrid, isn't he? Yeah, on loan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. Um, but look, we'll see where what comes of it. It's it's it looks like media reports on both of them, but uh, we will see we'll see what happens. Um, other instances in the game, Shawnee, the goal Salah gets, you were saying before, very 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 tight, and and it's a huge turning point in the game because I think if we go two nil up, it allows us to sit. And then look at those four or five attacking players to go, right, listen, we're sitting in, we're making this tight trench, we're not going at the middle of midfield. We're gonna sit here and we're gonna we're gonna protect what we have and we can hurt them massively on the break. And millimeter shiny away from two nil because when you look back at the, the VAR, there's absolutely nothing in it. But listen, they have all the technology, they say it's off, it's off. Yeah, well there's no point even questioning anymore. Like one thing I'm not gonna do this year on this show or any show or any media social media platform is berate referees because it's a complete waste of time. Um, and you're just gonna have to kind of trust the technology at this stage that it's what's the tour that fourth season the VAR now. Yeah. If they can't get it right now, they're never gonna get it right. So I just take these um the incompetence of officials as par for the cost of the Premier League. I think. It's, uh, it's something that will hold back the the product, so to speak, for a while because the standard of like don't need me to tell the standard of officiating is poor across the board in the Premier League, and it's it's just as simple as that. Um, but yeah, unlucky. I know that well woke me off. Like does like it's not like a case where Trent can get out of his feet earlier. He's under pressure playing the ball to Salah, but yeah, it's well taken. He sits Sanchez down his arse and. Just uh, passes in the net, but look, it was one of them. I think the game kind of hinged on that because Chelsea really came into the game after that that incident. Um, and it's look of where two 0 up. I think we're just sort of sitting sitting back and picking them off all day. And um, but look, if your auntie had wheels, she'd be a bike. Is the old saying? Exactly. Um, so, <laughs> um, no, it was. It was like Salah looked really sharp at times today. Um, people are going to go on his moan about like getting whipped off. I think if that game is in November or December, Salah's playing the 90. I think mm. it's just because it, it's still not that it'd be treated like a pre season. Like the, 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 the professionals will be looking at minutes on the clock. Look, we've seen th- there was loads of knee injuries over the weekend, and like Mings looks like he got he's, he's had a bad one. Um, and Timber as well goes down with nobody around. I think this added time on is is, is gonna you're gonna see a lot more of that. I I understand the the guys of it, but 
I think there will be a knock-on effect. Um, but look, I, I I just find it so hard to overanalyze a game, especially first game of the season. Yeah, especially like away to Chelsea in the first game of the season. I, I, you can't be hypercritical. You can't overdo it with praise either. Um, it's a tough place to go at any time of the year. So again, just it's <laughs> these the same sort of issues that we've had throughout the preseason have reared them head as today. So we'll see what the crack is. Um, the Chelsea goal, Keith. Um, it's a ball in. It's headed out by Sabasley, I think. Yeah. And it's just headed back in. Um, I think it might be headed back in with Chilwell. Um, we're just not switched on because you either stay in there. All right. No, sorry. Hold on. Let me let me put it right. I think we're partially switched on. All right. I think we 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 start to move out. I think Trent has a decision to make: get out or track him. And he doesn't either. He doesn't get out quick enough, which plays him on side. Now, maybe I, I'm going on memory a little bit. Maybe Van Dijk plays him on side as well. But Trent is looking at the man. And I think he should either be out. And if he gets in, you're kind of going, well, look, look I was out. Sort of way. I was out where I was meant to be. But he doesn't track him either. And your man gets a touch. He's a, he slides in. Allison's a bit unfortunate. He tries to cover as much of the goal as he can. But the ball dribbles into the corner. But, but um, being hypercritical, Gav, I think Allison is poor. By his I standard. Just, I think I think he actually yeah, I man think, think man, that's what the thing is. I think Allison comes out and tries to spread himself to his left hand side, expected to go there, and your man miss hits it and go, it goes into the other corner. Um but again, Keith, is that could you could you put that down to early season one of those? Because usually if I pull a bang on about getting out. Everyone in the line, out. And when that ball is in, your man puts it in the net and everyone knows it's offside. Yeah, I mean, first, first thing on it for me, it's a poor header by Sabozloy. You know, he's he's putting it into a danger zone. Now, I know he's an attacking player. He's a big fella. He seems does, seems to get in and win a lot of headers from the defensive side on the corners. But in pre-season, he put a couple into the blade mixer as well. So that needs to be cut out and I think that will you know I think that's something that it, they'll work on and, and they'll get into his game um, as it comes but yeah it's a bit messy then you know the line has to be Liverpool play that system with the high line and it it's key that they're all in sync and all in tune and if they're not you're going to get cut out and you're going to get punished I know what Johnny was saying about Alisson there that he probably could have done better but I do think the scuttery shock sort of done him um, and it was a goal at that time, I think Chelsea were starting to get back into it, but they it was sort of against the run of play, and uh, it just gave them the, the the momentum and the impetus to take it on, and and they done really well after that. In, in all fairness, I thought Chelsea played really really well. <coughs> Sorry, um, from that point on, in the first half and then into the second half, I thought they were much better than us as well. Um, look, it's just it's going to happen. We're going to concede goals that are going to be silly. We're going to concede goals because of our defensive line, um, and it's just going to happen all season with the the way we play and the players we have. So I think get used to it. Yeah, it's look, it's it's a disappointing goal to concede, and we get a little bit lucky, Johnny. Um, well, I say lucky. Um, we're caught on the hop fairly soon after that. 
and Chilwell's put through, and it's actually a good finish from a left back when you consider it. He goes around Allison and scores, but that's where Trent makes the right decision, Shawnee, because if he tracks him, I don't think he gets back, right? But he doesn't. Yeah. He holds his ground, he sees what's in front of him, he moves out, the guy is offside, because that would have been a killer, wouldn't it? You know, they score in the 37 minute, this is the 39 minute, and next of all, you're going in a half time, 2-1 down, when in your own mind, you should be probably 1-0 up. Yeah, and I think, like, before this game, like, the chat around before this game is, I wouldn't be surprised if he hopped off this, or I wouldn't be surprised if he conceded a few. I think, because it's kind of been held as Skelter um, pre-season, and it, it, obviously it's because of the imbalance in the team. Um, but I, I, I thought he was a mile off. Now, he, he ended up not being a mile off, but I, I knew he was off, as I called it, I said, he's in off. In the line drawer on board, he's a mile off. Yeah. Yeah, but I was like, I knew he was off. I was I just like, he's off when he when he scored. I look, it's just going to yeah. empty. And it's like, going back to when Liverpool were really good and the media used to say, Liverpool concede a lot of chances. Yeah, you concede a lot of chances if the offside rule doesn't fucking count and players are running in after the, the whistle should have gone and taking a shot at the keeper and it's being flagged off. That's kind of a facet of our play. We've done it really well at times in the game today. There was a couple of times where you could see Kanate and Van Dijk switched on and they just led your man uh, Jackson astray and he was just running into running into space and he was offside every time. I thought the two boys were brilliant today. I thought they were great. Yeah, I thought they were great. I thought it was a proper performance from them. Like <coughs> Van Dijk being pro- proactive again as yeah. I'm not reactive and not backing off and being front-footed. Um, it's early doors, but looked a lot about like back to himself. I think Fucking one thing that really annoyed me today was I thought we were so weak in challenges, 50-50s. We seemed to be losing them all, uh, particularly Robertson. Just felt like he wasn't strong in the tackle at all. I think he actually struggled today. Um, and I think that will be an area that probably needs addressing as well. I'm not saying to fuck Robertson off completely, but if you're going to persist with this system, you need players for the system. You don't need a left centre, or you don't need a left back playing left centre back. You need a left footed centre back playing left footed centre back, if you get what I mean. Um, and I think we'll actually be we'll be okay. I thought I thought the two centre halves are brilliant today. I actually another annoying thing about the system is I like I thought Trent um was ineffective offensively and I think that's criminal um where a player his ability but look, I know this system was probably designed to be getting the best out of him, but I actually think it's hampering him at this stage. I think something we always talked about was the reason why Trent is so good from that position is because he's so much space at right back, um, doing what he does, and we'll see the the, the knock on is he's not strong defensively. But I I thought some of Trent's positioning was fucking brilliant today. I I, I genuinely did. I thought you could see him cutting balls out getting blocks on crosses, making himself, just being in the way a lot of the time, which is not normally, it's not characteristic for him. He, he does have his flaws defensively, but um, I, I, do, I I think, I'm not sure about this system. Not not with the players we have at the moment. But you want to be getting the best out. I, Trent didn't affect the game offensively at all today. Um, he, he, 
it just it didn't look like a two of them. Now, again, being on it, being not like being like not too critical. You're away at Stamford Bridge, so it's one of them things hard to put. Let's see. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm in a weird spot because I, I actually enjoyed the game, and I'm I'm taking the draw, and you don't want to look too much into it. I'm I, I'm a bit I with think, you. Yeah, you, you know, I think you like we go away to Newcastle in a few weeks, and you'll know what sort of outfit we are then. Um, I know that still might be early, but that'll be a proper test. The opening game of the season can be a mad one. Um, they were having a go. Like we could have nicked that time. Like we we had the better chances. We had the better chances. I feel in the game, uh, especially in the second half. But it's just it's so hard to call it. Like I don't even know. Like normally, if you look back on a game, you get more of a context. But we don't know whether I get more out of watching that game back. To be honest with you, no, we I think... don't know. There's not, there's, not, there's not much I felt like I missed when I was watching it. That like it was just a good game. Between two good sides, I, I think that's exactly what it was. To be honest with you, it's um, I'm a bit with you. I, I watched it. I walked away from it. I was, I, I was, I would have been. I always want to win the game, but actually, before the game, the uncertainty over what Chelsea were going to turn up. It's away. It's the first game of the season. I think we have a couple of players playing in positions they shouldn't be, um, because well, for reasons we get onto in a minute, but. I was kind of going, you know what, you take a point here. Before I kicked off, you take a point. Now, if you go 2-0 up and you draw, you kind of go, nah, no, I'm not having that. A bit the same as last season at Chelsea, we're 2-0 up. Um, I think it's hard to read into too much. You need a, you need a bit more of a sample size, I think, just to, just to go, that's not working, that's working. But look, I, I go back to what I said at the start. It did show what we needed. It definitely did. It showed what we needed. I think we were trying to overcompensate um, in the middle of the park um, and trying to be narrow to, to to compensate the fact that we hadn't got uh, tried and tested number six in there. And as well as that, remember, we've two brand new players in there, plus a guy that plays up front for us, playing in midfield. So maybe the, nat- the natural thing is to overcompensate for the middle of the park. But I thought we got left open way too wide. You know, um, someone in the comments there said Trent had said after the game that um, they were expecting 4-3-3. Pochettino changed it around. Fair enough. Liverpool should have been better to react with, I think. Um, just I just thought they were getting out of wide too easy. And I think it showed the left centre-half thing up a little bit. I definitely think it did. I think it showed her up that a left centre-half makes you a little bit, just just a bit more aware. Robertson is a fantastic fullback. A fantastic fullback, but it is a left centre back he's playing. You know what I mean? And it's a kind of a hybrid. We talk about Trent's hybrid of right back slash deep midfielder. Robertson's is a is a hybrid of left centre half slash fullback, which is probably a more difficult thing to do because you're caught in between these two positions where you're going, Do I go? Do I stay? Do I get close to that centre half? Do I go wide and block? Whereas Trent knows I have to be at right back now and I can go in there now. They're two separate positions they're two different areas of the pitch um but look it's a point you know the second half i thought we started the second half brightly um then they got they really got into it um and they were they were finding gaps and stuff like that salah didn't look happy coming off but listen 
as you said, if that's September, October, November, December, any month of the season going forward, he plays the whole game. But they're obviously trying to manage fellas. And we know how Klopp and Liverpool feel about this. They feel like preseason runs into the first five, six games of the season, definitely up until the um the first international break. So we take the point, we move on. We don't like to go through everything on the game in this show because the lads have done a brilliant show earlier on. Um but look, I'm gonna have to get to it because we've twenty minutes left and this will probably take fucking twenty minutes. But the chat is absolutely hopping here with Soisado and Lavia. Um they're saying now that um Ornstein has confirmed Lavia. Um others are confirming no, Lavia. Confirmed Coisado. Or not sorry, Coisado, hundred and fifteen million. Um a lot of people in the chat um seem very upset by the fact that they're signing this player. I, I go first on this. I was delighted when we agreed a deal for £111 million pounds for, for Saicedo. Over the moon, right? That was Thursday night, I think. We woke up Friday to, oh, this this mightn't be happening. He, he wants Chelsea. He was never in my mind after that. Because if he wasn't in Liverpool on Friday afternoon doing a medical, he wasn't signing for Liverpool. It's simple as that. He wasn't signing for Liverpool. Liverpool have left a bid in there. Now, look, a lot of people are there saying, you know, oh, oh, Chelsea have done us here, Chelsea have done us there. Chelsea have done nobody. Liverpool have put a bid in, had it accepted. All right? I think and, Liverpool have done well with it, to be honest. Right. Well, Chelsea have, probably, Chelsea have probably paid an extra 25 million quid on the player. Um, you know, uh, Colin is saying, Gavin, the lads, we need to talk about where Liverpool are at now. Lavia and Saicedo gone. Um Daily Mail, Daily Mail reporter said Lavia is set to join Chelsea. Sammy Mark Bell's the only one saying. Um, you, you know it's 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 one of those where um, let me see. Uh, Kevin says looks like it's an embarrassment now if they if they take both of us. Look, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, right? Liverpool obviously left that bid in there with the knowing the price would make Chelsea struggle with financial fair play. Now, if Chelsea go and spend 170 million on these two players, like they couldn't afford 111 24 hours ago, and now 170, you know what I mean? And people are giving out about Brighton. Brighton are always going to get the most he can for a player. They don't give a fuck about Liverpool or Chelsea, right? It's it's one of those. But look, Keith, I'll come to you first, right? Yeah. Wayne Stewart says, Arnstein's a Chelsea fan. I'm just saying. The 115 is not confirmed, right? It's not confirmed. Nobody has absolutely confirmed it. Well, the people that need to confirm it haven't confirmed it. But, Keith, you love Moises Saicedo. I do. But surely, when Friday afternoon comes and Moises Saicedo sitting in London, you know he's not signing for Liverpool. Like, anyone on, on anyone out there knows he's not signing for Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it once once that came out and the, when i said because i Conway's getting a bit snarky there about you know thinking about me saying liverpool played a blinder i think by liverpool i think everybody knew he wanted chelsea that was clear he wanted chelsea and once his head was torn not his head was torn sorry once the agent came out and said he's not no interest in in going to talk to liverpool no medical all this you knew it was dead in the water but i think by liverpool not removing their bid they forced chelsea's hand to go and go and made it difficult for them now i've seen a lot of shit about you know the club doing it as a pr stunt ridiculous carry on liverpool made the bid 
and went in to try and sign a player who they valued at that. Now, I think they overvalued him slightly, but he felt he was worth the risk. I'm, I love Moise Caicedo. I think he's a great player. I've said it for a long time. Like I think he'd be perfect for what we need, but he's gone. Like You move on. You don't fucking cry over it. And another thing I'll say, Romeo Lavia, I don't know what's going to happen with Romeo Lavia. I'd love him at Liverpool as well. But Liverpool had a value on him as well. And they wouldn't meet the 50 million that Southampton wanted. And Chelsea, I think the last report I saw was they were at something like 53 with add-ons. So, you know, I wouldn't have wanted Liverpool to jump in and pay 60 for Romeo Lavia. Do you know what I mean? So I think Liverpool will stick to a value that they have for a player. Who it is next, we don't know. His name's getting bandied about all the time. But I just think, you know, the Caicedo thing, once he said he didn't want Liverpool, he wanted Chelsea, that was it. But the thing that, the fact that we didn't remove the bid, usually if a player would say that, you'd imagine that Liverpool were really, fuck it, we don't want it. The fact they didn't pull out, I thought there was might have been a little bit of a, a, a chance that they could sway him just to get to talk to him. But you read a lot of stuff about the agent and things like that. And look, it is what it is. He he wanted to go to Chelsea, you know. It's we can put it down to money. He's just getting an eight nine year deal. Do you know what I mean? Eight year deal with a, a, an option of a ninth. Like yeah, but, people, but people, people are asking. People are asking there. Like, how can you do it? You can give a player any contract you want. The thing is, you can only span the payments over five, right? Yeah. So basically, you can't say I've spent one hundred and fifteen million. I give him a ten year deal. That's fifteen million, or that's what was it? Yeah, fifteen or eleven point five million, or whatever it is. Um, over you know ten years, you can't do that. It has to be over twenty years. Um, Antico says Chelsea laughing at us again, pathetic. Like, have people genuinely sat since Friday afternoon thinking Liverpool are signing Moises Soucedo? Genuinely, because I, I thought I'm told you. How can how how can you look at this show? And not like, how can you look at what's gone on over the weekend and think that this is Liverpool's fault? Well, you see, the thing like, is, we've, like... we, we, the, the three of us have been not equally as critical of FSG, but we've we spoke about how bad this window has been. Yeah, but and the process. What, yeah, what more can Liverpool do? Like, it's our this Chris Williams fella who has probably been the only source who I've looked at on Twitter the last three or four days who's been on the ball all the time and hasn't been. He literally said. Liverpool bid the 111 million to Brighton after being given the green light from Soisado and his representatives that he would be willing to move to Liverpool if they agreed to yeah. deal with Brighton. And that's all they've done. And, and all, all it ever was, was it, it, there's a mismatch of who you can lay the blame on here. You can lay the blame maybe on Brighton for not honouring that fucking that deadline that they set. But at the end of the day, like the colour of money, they're never going to refuse it. They were always going to wait to get more, and they've probably ended up with an extra 25, 30 million in the coffers yeah, now. Easy. Because of what's well, going on. I think 90 yeah. million was the talk. And, 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 and Chelsea were struggling could, to do that as well. You could look, you could look at what's going on with Soisado. Can you blame the player or you blame the agent? It depends what way you want to look at that. But it's clear as day that Chelsea's package was at least more tantalising to the player's agent. And he put the fucking blockers on the deal. And that's exactly what happened. And the reason Liverpool didn't pull out is because they knew Chelsea are going to have to scrim and scrape. Who knows how they're going to get around what they're doing here. 
I know people turn around and say, it's definitely a fucking thing because why didn't they go in with the same bid on the night? It was, it's taken the shite we've seen regurgitated over the last fight. And the, look, I, I'm not joking you. The three of four of us are in, we're in a WhatsApp group, Guy Waters in it. And I made up a lie last night. I done it on purpose, taking the piss. I don't give a bollocks about ITK shite. Drives me up the wall. And there was newspapers reporting this an hour after I put it up, after I completely fabricated it. Pull your head out of your ass. If this hasn't showed you how this shit operates, nothing will. For me, the biggest thing coming out of this is basically you see that there's a difference between a journalist and a fucking influencer. And the influencers are in the pocket of these clubs in terms of... And they were pushing the narrative the whole time. It's took... It's took Chelsea three days to get this fee over the line after needing to cop up an extra four million in the transfer. For how complex do you think these things are? Pull your head out of your arse. Well, you see, the one thing that the only thing we know <coughs> is now Liverpool are willing to fucking spend the money if they save the targets right. They have no choice exactly. now. They have two weeks to get two players in, maximum three, mm. uh, in this window, and they've you got see, to do it. There's no doubt. Whether whether it's fucking. No matter who it is, like that's just should be the way to look at it. But if you find yourself getting upset over this whole thing, give your head a wobble because you're seeing that all of these people who you hang on to every word, you crave it. Honestly, I'm not joking you. There's people who I know were sending me DMs go, Are you serious? How the fuck would I know if Jorgen Klopp was going to meet Booker Moises Kaiseido on a meet? Give your head a wobble. Like you're junkies, you're actual junkies. And just fiend that transfer shit. Like this should be a huge eye opener. It, it exposed all these fucking wafflers. Like same yeah, man, Sasha Tavialeri. Like bullshit now. Saying that they agreed a deal for for Lavia, and then today someone around said nothing's been agreed. They're still in talks. So what? What's where's the truth? Well, he's just so, tweeted two minutes ago with a blue oh, oh, thing never, and I've a silver and a Belgian flag. Who the blue. is he? Sir, he's a Belgian. Oh, okay. Uh, super chapman Darius Hoyt says, very simple for me. The money is there. Liverpool showed their hands to everyone. Go and get two DMs and a centre back for the hundred and fifty million pounds bid on Lavia and Sosedo. Move on, get the players need and push on from here. Look look, the the we done a show on Thursday night where we we're kinda of going Lavia and Sosedo because there was still talk of Lavia yeah. and there was that was progressing. Then the Sosedo comes the thing comes in and then late that night, I think it might have been after we done the show, it was like you know, oh, this is being confirmed. Liverpool have got had a bit, bit agreed, or you know, a bid, yeah, agreed. Um, and I, we were over the moon because he's a brilliant footballer. He, like, you're not going to find us backtracking here, going, oh well, I'm not too sure if he feels he's a brilliant footballer, anyway. right? Yeah, and I woke up on Friday morning, going, right, where's this going to progress? Woke up, turned on the phone, and the first thing I read was, oh, there might be a problem here. Um, there might be a problem here with, um. So you say it always having second thoughts, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as I seen that, I said to myself, give this till two o'clock. Because if Moises Saicedo has had a um has been told by Brighton that Liverpool have had a bid accepted, he should be making his way to Liverpool to finalise personal terms and then do a medical and we'd probably see it announced by Monday, right? When he was sitting in London, you're like, what he's not signing for Liverpool Football Club. So I don't I'm not even upset at what's going on here. Like, are, are people genuinely sitting there all weekend going, oh, I think we might sign him? We're never signing him. 
We're never signing them. Like Leighton is saying, is, is FFP a thing? FFP yeah, is meant to be a thing. Yeah. But it, it only punishes somebody the says there, Chelsea have now, are now 670 million in the red for the last 12 months in, in money spent. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Chelsea are just banking on nothing being done to them. So, but look, that's that's something for a different day, right? Um, a boy in Cali old... has just tweeted that Liverpool have contacted Real Madrid regarding Aurelian Chumeni. All right, yeah, okay. Uh, so I believe that way, TK. He's he's all right. We like that story. All a yeah. lot of bollocks. You know what I mean? It's all a lot of shit. We'll, we'll look, just see what happens. They have to do something. It has to be something. Cannot let the team and the season go in as it currently stands because we will get absolutely marmalated in games. And I think the club know that. And I think they'll get someone in the door. There's well, still, like, there's uh, still a lot of good players out there that you can go for. But, but the thing, Kevin Ball says it's the Lavia deal, Gav, people are pissed off on. <clears throat> Nothing's confirmed on Lavia, right? Now, I'm, I'm with you. If Liverpool, and I'm actually with you on this, Kevin, right? If Liverpool, if Liverpool wanted Romeo Lavia and they're at 46 or 47 and it's 50, they should go and pay the 50, right? They should go and pay the 50. My big thing here is, and I've said it for, all through the summer, right, especially over the last two weeks, is the process has been awful, right? The Saicedo stuff, and I said this on tours when we were talking about Saicedo, if you sign him for 111 million, first thing Friday morning, people are going to go, yeah, but we need another one. Like, <laughs> we need another one. And we do need another one, okay? The Lavia stuff, my, own, my, my thing on this is, and it's going back to Friday lunchtime, is Liverpool probably know what's going on there. Li- Listen, it'll probably come out in the wash. Liverpool have probably went, he's not coming to speak to us. So we're not going to be signing them. So let this thing run out in the media with regards to uh, Saicedo. Let it run on. Let let them go and find the money. We leave our bid there. That forces Chelsea to pay the money. That's fine. None of Liverpool's business, really. And Liverpool are working in the background with regards to players. That's what you would hope would happen. Okay? Chelsea paying 55 for Lavia, says KG Bradman. We have to wait and see what happens. All right? But, listen, we're all over the weekend. I've seen everyone over the weekend all over Twitter, all over saying, Chelsea can't afford it, look at this, 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 and all of a sudden, Chelsea just go and do this, and it's Liverpool's fault. Like, it's it's fucking mad to me. But, I'll stand by, Liverpool's, uh, what Liverpool have produced in this transfer window, hasn't been good enough. The way they've gone about things, hasn't been good enough. But I'm not having, Liverpool, agreeing a fee, with Saicedo, right? And they wouldn't have went in there, unless they got assurances. To be then told, oh, hold on, because that agent is getting a massive amount of money off Chelsea, right? A massive amount of money off Chelsea. So he stopped it and went, I'm going to use this now to go to Chelsea, and we're going to make sure he goes to Chelsea, and he's going to make sure he gets all his money. Grant. But at the end of the day, Liverpool can't do any more than they've done on this deal, but they can certainly do more on other deals to make things right before the 21st of August. That's how it is. Um, I think with Liverpool, right, on transfers, you know, I wouldn't want Liverpool to go over that 50 million for Lavia because they don't value them over 50 million, right? So I think they didn't value them near 50 million. And I think that's a desperate move. But I think they can go for other targets and pay over what their value may be. But it's just not in the public lexicon, if you get me. So Liverpool do it now. And it looks like, oh, we give you, a hundred, we give you a 60 million for Lavia. Do you know what I mean? You're getting your I- hands pulled down. I, 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 regardless of who we sign between now and the next three weeks, I think it's been a poor window. <clears throat> I think, I think because you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing business. I in no, August. 
I agree with you. Saudi Arabia think fuck them up. <coughs> no, I agree with you. Bollocks. No, but hold on, I agree. Them. I agree with you. Listen, I don't think Liverpool are going to come out of this. With, I don't think Liverpool are going to come out of this window with everyone holding their hands up, going, "Oh, Jesus, you were great. I watched you done." I think Liverpool, the best Liverpool can hope for in this group or in in this window is to come over where people go, "You got the business done," but you sh- you sh- it could have been done a lot better. That's the best Liverpool can hope for. Like, unless Liverpool were to blow us away with three signings in the next week or two weeks where you go, fuck me, right? There's a reason why it's taking this long because look at them three players. Liverpool, the best they can come out with is people to say, yeah, you got those two midfielders in and you got a centre-half, but listen, you left it way too late. You didn't give... You didn't give... Or the... We didn't give ourselves the best chance to be absolutely primed and ready from day one. Okay, we might be five games in when we're ready, but again, the best they can come out with is "well done," but you should have done it. You should have done it quicker. That's that's where I think they are. Yeah, look, time will tell um, how the season goes. How whatever players come in, I don't know who the players are going to be. I see um, Joe Pellini getting a lot of lot of mentions. Um, Online at the moment, and look, he's a good player, but is he not injured? I don't know. I was, I was away. He dislocated, he dislocated his shoulder in a preseason game. But somebody said in the chat there that he's actually due to be back for Fulham's next game, which I find, well, um, I find a bit weird that he could be back because it's usually six weeks for that. Mm. Look, so. it'll be it'll be interesting. Those other names. Like, I'm looking in the chat there, like. Repos are saying clubs think McQuinn. Did you listen to what I said 10 minutes ago? Like, do you not? Yeah, I'm mad. Shit. Yeah, I'm mad. Honestly, yeah, nuts. Yeah, nuts. Did he not Did he yeah. not tell Yanaga Fjordhoff after the game that he's loving it, that he's got the fire in his belly and he loves this young squad and he's looking forward to um He's looking forward to going with this team that he's, he's really excited about them. Doesn't tie in with him wanting to quit. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, it's. Look, I thought we were just going to get back to the fucking football and we can get over it. But this week's going to be fucking insane again by the yeah. looks of it. Um, we are going to do win- winners and losers is back from tomorrow night. Um, we're going to have, I think it's me, Pete, and Phil tomorrow night on winners and losers. We're going to probably do uh, a transfer thing on Tuesday. I'm not sure on Wednesday. Thursday, we'll, we'll preview, start the preview, Barmouth. Um, and yeah from Thursday we have some stuff from Liverpool as well so that should be good as well um Shawnee before we go um where do you think this goes because you know so I say though he's out of my mind since Friday lunchtime Lavia I think that's just that's being thrown in here now just to see what goes on but um where do you think it goes Lavia Nobody knows, do they? Nobody knows, Shaggy. I wouldn't sign Lavia. I wouldn't sign him. I'm, not, I'm being deadly. I wouldn't sign him. Lavia is not even that. It's like Lavia is not what we need now. Okay. That Lavia is a player to bring into a squad that's ready to go already, and you're bleeding this fella in. We need an experienced. It's, we need a couple of experienced midfielders. Would you do Lavia with a Palinia type? No, because I wouldn't pay sixty million when, when we clearly we, 
we have money, but we don't have. It's not a disposable income yeah. where you can just fucking boy boy and forget and let him let him come through. Honestly, I'd rather boy. And I'm not just saying it's because he might be on the brink. He's a really, really good player. Don't he? He's just a, ta- a talent who's ceiling is really high. But yeah. like, I'm buying someone who who has experience, and I'm probably buying two players who has experience, and I'm I'm playing Pachetic in over a season. That's that's just what I'm doing. I, like, I don't think Liverpool will get the win today with Aromi or Lavia. In, yeah, in the side. I don't. He's not the experienced head that would make all your problems go away. I don't even know whether he's a naturally defensive. I don't even know whether he's that type of six, like Fabinho. He's a he's a ball carrying deep line yeah. midfielder. I don't. I don't he wins a lot. I think he wins a lot of balls. Yeah, I don't, I could be wrong. There's people who know more about football can probably tell you more. But like, honestly, I, I genuinely, I don't. The, if if Lavia is the answer to the is the answer, I'm I'm not sure what the question is because, like looking at that today, I don't want to be bringing a 60, 50, 60 million, 19, 20 year old into the fold where it's all on you now, kid. Because mm. one, I don't think it serves the team and what they need, and I don't actually think it's fair on the player either. To be honest with you, um, not for his development again, like. Yeah, we're being hypercritical. This is all. This is all down to Liverpool not having that fucking ducks in a row in seasons. But well, it's all coming home to roost now. But being late for Kuiseido, you can be critical of having to bring Lavia into a fucking struggling team for him to be a number one and six, so to speak. I just, I like, I really don't think Lavia is the solution here. Even in, a hundred percent, I'd have went with what about what, what what the names back in the band I'd have signed them. Yeah, but Gav, you, we should have signed them three weeks ago. Yeah, no, and, and look, and I've, we've argued that to death, and I've look, said he's it. Not, he's not. He's <coughs> the process, not. the process. Romeo Lavia, process Romeo is, Lavia is not going to transform this season for Liverpool. I'm, um, I would have signed them and played them. I would have, absolutely, I would have signed them and played them. I... I the more I think about it now, the less I see him as the answer. And it's, well, it's maybe it's not. It's not, and it, this is it. This is it. This is a classic. It's not you. It's me. Thing. Mm. It's us. It's a, It's not a Romeo Lavia issue. It's a Liverpool issue that this young fella is not equipped, not yet to to kick goes on. Like I just, I, I, I don't see. It. We, we need, we need an hour ahead in there. Well, maybe we do. Maybe we see. Maybe we see a Polina. Maybe we see a Decorey. We don't know. The only the only thing we can hope for now is um, the only thing we can hope for now is that Liverpool, like I said, <laughs> Liverpool looked at it when we're not signing that Soisado fella, so they walk off in the background. We wait to see on Soisado. It looks like he's going to Chelsea. He wanted to go to Chelsea. That's absolutely fair enough. And um, the financial stuff around it, you know, <laughs> it looks a bit shady. But that's again. You can you can fucking talk to your blue in the face on if it is shady and, and the people that are meant to look after aren't doing anything, you know where are we meant to go with this? No, no amount of giving out seems to fucking um to matter when it comes to financial fair play. To be honest with you, um, Oshin says Polina and Florentino Luis isn't it for me? But this for fan from Monaco seems to be a player. Although judging guys from League One isn't a great thing. Um, fan is a good player. You like Fafana? 
yeah, I like, like Sangare as well, and I like the Corey. I think I think there's some good players out there. But who do we go for? He's the, who's one, he's the one who I be going for. Do Corey? Yeah, twenty three, yeah. Premier yeah. League experience. He's actually yeah, he's he's the pro. We don't need we don't need. I'm not being funny, right? We don't need a mad flashy ball carrying press resistant DM. We just need a fella getting in faces and disrupting oppositions. We just need we, we need someone with legs just being a fucking disruptor in there. That's all we need. More mm. like because we seen today with Subosloy and McAllister. They played our way out of hand. They were fucking brilliant in possession. I don't, we don't need a Romeo Lavia who's gonna be rolling fucking rolling on coming mid. Obviously it, it helps, but we just need someone in there who can disrupt and who can cover. Mm. There's loads of technical players with ability. I even think Putting a fucking left-sided centre back with a ping on him would do better for air attack than signing someone like Lavia. Honestly, Does that bring us P- to Inacio. The core, the core, the core is not a fucking. He's not fashionable because he's a Crystal Palace player. But I'm telling you, like, he's what we need, and someone like a disruptor, someone caught. We don't need this fucking fancy. Lavia is got a huge potential, but it's not gonna. It, it's not gonna work. And how we've operated, it'll be Lavia and the centre back. That's just how I see it. That it could, like, it could be way off. Extremistic like, ex, ex agrees. He said, uh, "We don't need a pedigree dog. We just need a rabid mongrel." And um, good yeah. way of putting it. Uh, Jerry says the Corey has a lot of technical ability too, but there was somebody there saying that he felt the Corey would hadn't got the legs, not uh, too slow, in his opinion. Lads, Everton's onana for a laugh. Says Tor. The lad wouldn't even Great need player. to move house. He is a good player. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've, I said this about four weeks ago. We should be <laughs> like, if we're taking, if we're going into bid for people to annoy people, that's the one. That's absolutely the one. Um, but look, it's gonna unfold over the next day as week, whatever it is. Um, honestly, I just can't wait for this window to be closed. I just want to go and watch Liverpool and not worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, no, you're, you're, you're honestly, yeah. Honestly, um, I, I just like, and part of me is just down to the bullshit you read on fucking Lion every day and part of it is down to Liverpool just acting the bollocks really let's be honest about it no matter what way you, you try um put this out there they've just not done what they've meant to do um simple as that um and again I think if if you're if you're arguing over it today showed that game against Chelsea showed where we need to strengthen and not only not only strengthen that position but allow other players to go and play in their positions where they're really fucking good at it. You know what I mean? Um but we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Um we're gonna have, like I said, winners and losers tomorrow. Hit the like button on your way out. There's loads and loads of you watching. Hitting the like button on the way out. Subscribe. Thanks for all the comments. Hit the bell icon and when we go live you'll know about it. Um and like I said, the plan tomorrow we've a show tomorrow. We should have won Tuesday. We'll probably have one Wednesday. We have two on Thursday, we've one Friday, we've two Saturday, we've two Sunday, we've two Monday. So there's loads and loads coming from us. Um, yeah, that's about it. Keith, anything else before we go? And would you have any music res- recommendations for people to get over this um, <coughs> transfer window for the week? What they should they listen to this week, Keith? To just I keep their spirits think, up. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think a bit of music is going to help the football. Well, I think it does. And I'm going to throw, throw it out there as... ELO, listen to ELO, some ELO, love ELO, and you'd be fucking, you'd be grand. Now, do you know what I've been listening to all week? Um, original pirate material by the streets. So I'm going back 
and I'm listening to albums. Oh, you, you were know, saying this a while ago, yeah. Old. Yeah, I was listening legend, to the Mike Skinner that legendary album. That album is unreal. So yeah, I have a little bit of a Mike Skinner buzz at the moment. Anyone right. that hasn't isn't aware of it, go on and listen. It's the first album, and it's absolutely fucking brilliant. In fact, okay. a lot of their a lot of his albums are brilliant, but. Uh, that force on is just right. absolutely cool. ELO or the streets, that's where we're going with. Yeah. Uh, ELO says, or a show. Ashley says, for fuck's sake, please let there be a transfer show at some point. We're in actual transfer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nice. I know. Nice. I just I genuinely roll on the 4th of September. Paul Giovanni says, Mike Skinner is the lad, by the way. Shawnee, the um, anything else before we go? If you'd like to throw in some, um, I don't know. You like to throw in some level stuff. 42. How do you feel about level 42? Love it, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, level 40. It, it was the twins' uh, 40th birthday last night, yeah. Keaton Allen. So, happy birthday to them! Oh, uh, yeah, we dedicated the show boys. to Keaton Allen yeah. tonight. I yeah. think they're probably doing handstands and devits now as we speak. <laughs> they're out, right. out running them up all day. Uh, we were out having the match. We had a great night last night. Great to see all the cousins from the north side, a couple of them living out your way, Gaff. Um, yeah, that's uh, right. All big fans of the show. So the O'Shea boys, Liam and Carl, shout out mm-hmm. to them. I know Liam now is in Liverpool at the moment. He's probably, I think he's in the slaughterbox singing um, Tom Jones. Some fucking set of lungs on the boy. The slaughterhouse. Way. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He's over there. Smoky, smoky Joe's or whatever it's called. Oh, he's probably down somewhere uh, on Matthew Street giving and a load. Brady and all his brothers as well made the trip over to the, to the south side. So so he he's on there. He says, he says he's always listened to nineties trance music. It's just the best. Um, one dance show yeah. in the nineties, um, San Francisco by Punchinella. Just type it into YouTube. You'll get it. Right, that's us. That's being the Fatback Four. Thanks for being to Shawnee. Thanks for being to Keith. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Um, loads and loads of stuff coming through the week. And if any transfers actually happens, um, we'll do our best to react as quick as we possibly can. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Podcast Network.